Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Welcome, our dudes. Oh, welcome, our dudes. What a time. So happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope everybody's well. Me too. I hope everyone's avoiding mm-hmm. the Delta variant. Doing our best out here. Yeah, doing our best. I hope we don't have any breakthrough cases. It's funny because the word breakthrough to me is like a positive thing. It's like a breakthrough hit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or a scientific then, breakthrough. Or a scientific breakthrough, but like breakthrough cases, not good. Um. Yeah, but before we, we get into our topic, do we have any business? Um. Just visit our Patreon. We are working on August content just a heads up we are probably going to pause september content just because uh aaron will have a new addition to her family sometime in that month and so uh it's going to be tight mm-hmm. to to get that out which is why we're like pre-recording blah 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 anyway so there the good news is there's so much content on patreon that you won't even miss us if you're if you're on there so yeah we i mean if you're if you're like caught up on the podcast and you're like oh no i don't have anything to listen to anymore yeah like the patreon has so much shit i mean we've been doing this this whole podcast for like nearly five years yeah we started our patreon like not too shortly after that so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of there's years worth of content on there as well oh my god also we should do a thing we should do like a um uh like a Lion King video with the new baby, but only on Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Circle of life type. Uh... <laughs> whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever uh, brings in the people. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever gets the views, gets eyeballs on screens. Um, no, I'm just teasing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we have Patreon. It's patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Yeah. Um. That's pretty much the business. Anything fucked up for you? Um, well, I feel like I'm running out of things to watch, which I know is not true. But I think just because right now my like taste is very specific. Obviously, we've we've already talked several times today. Um, Love Island is one of my things, Mm -hmm. obviously, and I watch that every day. And then I'm, there's a new show called F Boy Island on HBO, which Fuck Boy Island, which um, Nikki Glazer hosts. This is my dream job, by the way. I'm just gonna put this out into the universe. Okay. But like, I want to live on an island for a summer and host a dating show. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. Oh my god, actually, maybe I couldn't do the island because I'm I would get sunburned all the time. But like, just stay in your little a cool ass house yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. or whatever. Like maybe a ranch. <laughs> In the winter or something. I don't know. Um, But it's just very fun. I'm loving all the dating shows. And so there's another show on HBO that we just started watching called Small Town News. And (laughs) I think I saw a promo for that, but I didn't watch a trailer or anything. I just saw it on the, like, banner on HBO. It. this is not, like, a personal fucked up story or anything, but, like, it is so cringy. And, like, it's that level. Is Is it a scripted show? No, it's a reality show oh, about um, Pahrump, Nevada. Oh, no. <laughs> and their local news station. What? And the, like, 
egos. Like at first you're like, oh, this is sweet. It's like a news station and all these people are working really hard to produce this news channel. And like, you know, everybody's very scrappy and like the person who's the ambitious. And yeah, yeah. uh the person who's the anchor is also like the news director and they're the person out on the street, like the correspondent. And they're also like selling ads and like they're, you know, everybody's really hustling really hard. Yeah. Everybody's wearing all the hats, all the hats. But it's like, oh, man, it just makes me feel on the one hand, like, oh, like, it's so nice that these people like live for this and they're working super hard. And like, this is they all have invested so much. And on the other hand, I'm like, but it's in this, you know? Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's hard oh, not to well. be judgy, but also it's like, that's I know. Their life, so I know I feel so bad talking about it. But also I'm like, they have to have some. Uh, this is the thing. I'm very self-aware, like too self-aware to the point where like it's probably not healthy. These people are not self-aware at all. You know, so mm-hmm. we're like two ends of the of the same spectrum, and it's just very. I'm like half jealous, half annoyed that they are like totally unaware that of like this news station and like yeah, like yeah. they're selling five dollar ads to to advertisers like um Dick's Big Pizza, and like the <laughs> ad was like put Dick's Big Pizza in your mouth or no. something. It was like really awful, and I'm like. Don't they know this is, like, not good? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway, I recommend it. Very nice. If you, if you need something. Do you have anything fucked up this week? Well, if you can't tell, I'm sick. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get over a cold. And it really fucking blows when you're you're pregnant and you can't take any fucking thing. <gasps> like, no Tylenol or anything? I can take Tylenol, but, like, mm. I, that's not my issue, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to stop coughing and oh god yeah so uh it's just really and I'm hot and I'm uncomfortable and <laughs> just really hate everything right now I just uh I hate everything but um <laughs> but yeah speaking of uh watching things I I'm not I I specifically don't like watching reality shows because they make me cringe too much yeah like if it's real quote unquote real then it, I can't watch it if it's like cringe like a scripted show where I'm like watching it and I'm like this is building towards something that I know is like I don't know yeah that this is character development I guess yeah like I'm watching the white lotus right now <gasps> oh my god that's so good what a show what a show are you caught up yeah mm-hmm. so- well as of as of right now, now, when we're recording, it's like four episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. It'll oh, be my God. S- five or six by the time. Yeah, it'll be done, I think, because yeah. it's short, a short series. Oh, Pete is obsessed. Pete, the second episode, he like it ended and he turned to me and he goes, I think this is the best show I've ever seen. And I was like, whoa. See, he's since changed his mind a little, but I think, yeah, it's it's just so good. And all the acting, like all the performances are good. And talk about cringe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like Steve Zahn's character. I like the the thing about it is like I've been texting with um, my friend Chris about it and he's like, Uh I think I hate every character. Yeah. And I think it's hard if you like are. If you understand like, I don't know if you 
like if that's like not the kind of thing that you want to watch in a scripted show like that yeah it's not fun yeah, yeah, but yeah. I love that. I love yeah. when every character fucking sucks ass, and you're just yeah. like, and you're and like, it's a train wreck, and the it's whole a train time. wreck. Yeah, I love yeah. that. But if it's if it's a reality show, I'm just like, this is a real person. Yeah, and ma- and yeah, they're playing up to the camera, but it's like, I know that in and of itself is upsetting to me. <laughs> you know. Also, well, yeah, I mean, I I think I'm somewhere in the middle because it's true. I don't like I don't like overly produced reality shows because they don't feel real. It's like, you know, like like Real Housewives and stuff. Yeah. And Kardashians and stuff. It's like I know this isn't how their lives act like, you know, this is fake drama. Like you could Mm -hmm. feel it. They're not good enough actors. But um, but like. This show reminds me of Below Deck, which mm. is a, a reality show I do love because it's focused. Wait, which more... show? The White Lotus? Yeah, White Lotus I love. And also Below Deck I love because Below Deck is about. So the White Lotus for. I'm saying the know... White Lotus reminds you of Below Deck. Yeah, yeah. The White Lotus mm-hmm. reminds me of Below Deck because the White Lotus is about a very. Um, it's kind of like Downton Abbey in that it's like, or like the upstairs downstairs type mm-hmm. thing where it's like we're following um, very rich people vacationing at a resort and then we're following the staff and like how their relationships kind of mm-hmm. work together. How they and intertwine. and How like, they intertwine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, Below Deck is just like that too because yeah. you're technically focused on the, the staff and like how their day to day is. But the people coming on board are like interacting with them and that's where the cringe comes mm-hmm. and because those people are generally talk about se- lack of self-awareness yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 total lack of self-awareness it is yeah it is oh my god i've just been i've just been really enjoying white lotus well it's the cast is insanely stellar. good so Who's the guy that's who's the guy that plays the like newlywed husband? Do you know his name? Oh, it's um I can't remember it, but he yeah, is I can't. the perfect fucking dick. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. And I love he usually plays a very sweet, nice guy. Yeah, in yeah. Everything yeah. I've seen him in. And so in this, I'm like, at first you like him, and then at every episode you're like, oh no, he is truly awful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Molly Shannon is his mom. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> and yeah, Steve's on. Also, um, let's just give Steve's on some snaps. He looks fucking good. I know. For I, like, I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. He looks better than he did twenty years ago mm-hmm. when he was in movies. And maybe it was because he was playing like dirty, gross dudes, and now he's playing like a rich hot daddy. But it's like, but man. he's like also. Yeah, I don't know. He's like annoying still. Like yeah, I hate yeah, him. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a great show. Lots of That's good uh, act. Obviously, the acting, mm-hmm. uh, and then like the whole the writing is fantastic. And then so like, good. I think the like the lessons in it, like the the layers of it, are very yeah. good. So yeah, the layers are good. Yeah, highly recommend if you haven't watched that yet. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, that's. <laughs> Just That's rec- TV recommendation corner mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the week. <laughs> Fucked up. Something mixed with, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. A lot of cringe. A lot of cringe. Um, yeah. Well. But, yeah. We're always trying to kill time. 
yeah. we're locked in our we're, we're we're really well I'm locking down again yeah yeah we haven't really unlocked mm-hmm. so much like we've been out a couple times mm-hmm. uh like to a bar here and like a bar there really that's it um yeah we haven't been on vacation or anything we went to Alaska oh yeah yeah we did I went to Catalina yeah we had a we had a like a few months reprieve there we did yeah yeah but that's true I just am a little concerned about the way things have been trending delta v with, with the delta v <laughs> and I just also like I I can't I'm not going anywhere anytime soon with a new yeah. baby. So yeah. just getting used to the idea of being locked down again for personal reasons. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I really don't care that much. We could be <laughs> locked down, you know? Like, yeah. they could be like, oh, we're going to be locked down for the next month. And I'll be like, okay. It truly is not that different. Like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's not that different for me. Mm-hmm. So my day-to-day will not be that. Uh, truly, like, I... You know how your phone like tells you on Sundays? Does your mm-hmm. do you have your phone tell you that on Sundays it's Get like my screen hey, time report? Oh, mine's so, so bad. <laughs> oh my god, I mine on Sunday was like I I was up like sixteen percent or something, and I'm already over five hours a day. Yeah, it's uh, that's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. We're all spending way too much time on our phones. I haven't I. I get the report, but I don't really look at it. (laughs) I'm like, that's nice. I know I'm spending a lot of time on my phone. So send it to the data analyst. They'll give me a summary. Yeah. Um, Garbage. Yeah. But yeah, we're all spending way too much time on our phones all the time, even normally. But in this pandemic. (laughs) It's bad. It's still happening. Yeah. I just tried. Oh, t- I've already spent four hours and eleven minutes on my phone today. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I mean, there's a lot. There's I, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. I was I yeah. was working on my on I will, my phone. Me too. I was working on my phone and I made a TikTok. So I didn't have time to run up and grab my computer. I had to like submit some stuff online and I had to do it on my phone. Yep. And it took a little bit longer than it obviously would have on my computer. But what are you gonna do? I had to deposit a check for using my phone. That took three minutes. Uh, you know, it all adds up. It all adds up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we thought this would be a good time just because we have been on our phone so much. And maybe we're going to be on them for a while uh, for sure <laughs> in the next couple weeks. Um, we thought it would be a good time to talk about social meets. Highlight social meets. Yeah. Um, specifically just like what we are, what our habits are personally. Yeah. I'm going to share some strange habits. I think Mm -hmm. some, some weird stuff that I found. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that weird, but is it, we're going to, I'm curious actually. I'd like your opinion because I really truly like, it is hard sometimes to be like, you know, when you're like doom scrolling Mm -hmm. and you're just like, is this bad? Like, what am I even seeing right now? Like, I'm so into it. And so I have a lot of that type of stuff. It's like mindless where where you're just like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not learning anything from this, but is it doing something for me? Yeah. There's times where I start falling asleep and I'm like, why am I still, why am I still awake? What am I doing? Yeah. And that like upsets me and I'm just like, 
the fuck is wrong with me? Like, yeah, I'm I'm brainwashed by my phone. Oh, my God. What's your like social means platform of choice? Uh, I would say it's Twitter. I don't interact on there. I just like stuff and I read. I read a lot of random. You stuff. don't tweet. You mean I, I don't. I know. I mean, I do every now and then I retweet stuff and I, I you know, have a couple of originals every now and then. But oh. Original hits, mostly yeah. covers. <laughs> but nothing. I would never comment on a, a thing on TikTok like that to me is like. <gasps> really? Or I mean on Twitter. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, OK. OK. Like, like a never, thread or. I would never comment on a thread. I like to read comments, though. Mm-hmm. I love to read comments. That is my shit on Twitter. Oh, my God. Just seeing the way people interact on there is fascinating to me. I think that's like most of the draw for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then some TikTok. I'm, I'm like, I, I love that's a good time. Time suck for, for me. And then, I, you know, I go on Instagram to check in with my friends. Yeah. See yeah. What, let's see what's going on in their lives. Um, I have a lot of very funny friends, so mm-hmm. they, you know, post funny things. But it, yeah, it's it's mostly Twitter, TikTok, and Insta. Yeah, I haven't. I don't really use Twitter. Um, I I've I've definitely been spending a ton of time on TikTok, but it's mostly because me and my friend Rachel are doing like a thirty day. TikTok like we're we did we're doing like a challenge where we're like doing one TikTok every making day content on. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah making content and um so I so then I'm there you know yeah and I, I'm like just getting sucked in and then Instagram that was my main platform for a long time and then I don't know I think I think I get really um judgy from it like people sharing their lives and also I think it makes me really sad it's like the saddest platform for me because it's Mm. everyone just sharing their like happiest moments and it's like people I love and friends and stuff but it's like sometimes it's hard maybe it's just the headspace I'm in like grief wise or whatever but it's like hard for me to be on there and like have everyone being happy (laughs) that's such a fucked up I think that's something you need to unpack yeah. a little bit but yeah no I mean, no I, I get why. it yeah 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 I get yeah. it no I to- it totally makes sense um yeah well I mean see I've never I've never been the kind of person that gets I don't feel bad about myself because of other people mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's just like yeah I understand that this is all an illusion and yeah People are posting their most curated parts of their lives. Yeah. And if that's what it is, then that's fine. It, or if it's something funny, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's just I I, I can't I like am able to social media and I'm able to take a break from it when I need to, yeah. you know, like I yeah. really do check out. I'll, I'll, I've given myself that like, you know. Yeah. I, I you have to learn how to do that for sure, but so I don't know. Yeah. That's just me though. I get it though. I totally get it. I fuck, yeah. Dude, when I when I recognize that something's making me feel bad when I'm on social media for too long, I'm like, all right, we're done. It's weird because it can sometimes like it just comes on. Like even if I'm on TikTok, sometimes I'm just like, ooh, I am in a weird place right now. Mm-hmm. I need to not do this. Like and 
yeah it's good to have that yeah it, it is it doesn't ever get to the point where i'm like i hate this so much that i'm deleting my account like that is like mm. that's extreme in my view and it's like what is happening here if i feel like i need to do that then yeah i'm like i don't know it's not like i'm invest i'm invested in it it's just like this is a time suck and like yeah. I know I'm addicted to it, but like yeah. I don't need to be I don't need to feel gross because of it, you know? Yeah, that's like that's that is when I would delete it. Like I like if I like if I'm really recognizing like oh, I'm spending way too much time like looking at people's stories or like like I'm just spending too much time on here and it's putting me in a weird headspace. That's when I'm like, should I just delete this right now? <laughs> Yeah, but, but that's when it's like, I don't know, if I ever get to that point, it's like, I don't need to delete it. I just need to take a break. Yeah, that's, just put your phone down. Just yeah, put my just, phone down. It do, I don't need to like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's oh, hard. Man. It's hard, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, social media. So we're, we just want to talk a little bit about just like how we feel about it, how what we're interested in, what yeah. the trends are that we keep in i guess in in our like i don't know in what are what are that what we are hold in high regard yeah what our algorithms are kind of like oh yeah yeah weird. yeah we're, yeah the whole idea for this was like what if we were just like what if we um we didn't do this but like <laughs> gave each other access to our, yeah. our, our what if we each media? logged into each other's like tiktok or twitter or instagram and like saw what what the algorithms were serving to us because i feel like it is a really good indicator and oh we i mean today especially we've been sharing a lot of tiktoks that we've been finding but but also in general we share our us and our friend Jesse, we have like a, a text group, a group text, and we like share funny TikToks in there. And like, it is so fun, but it is, there's some stuff I get where I'm like, should I be embarrassed that like, <laughs> never, should I be embarrassed that I'm getting this content? Um, never. What does it say about me? You know, but so yeah. maybe we'll learn that today. Yeah. Um, the, the the sides of the algorithm that are shown to us maybe not visible for everybody and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about that and why yeah. uh yeah. so maybe I'll just talk a little bit about my Twitter content yes, that I please. see because I is- don't I don't understand Twitter fully I mean like I don't I don't get it I don't get why people love it I don't get why yeah it, people spend time there so please explain everything so definitely the thing with Twitter is you if you spend enough time on it, you will get the inside jokes that are on Twitter all the mm-hmm. time. There is a mm-hmm. language and a I mean, and especially like depending on who you follow, like yeah. if you follow comedy writers and, or, you know, you follow, you know, famous people to a degree, you'll see some of it. Uh You'll see or or just like, I don't know, there's there's certain personalities on there that mm-hmm. are very, very extremely online. And yeah, there's and then there will be like collective jokes that come out of certain interactions on online or on okay. Twitter. Yeah. 
So and understanding those is like you got to just spend the time on there and you got to just learn the learn the things. Um, I always just wait until someone writes like uh, the cut article about about something, some beef. Yeah. Some like celeb beef. And then I feel like, oh, okay, but I'm definitely one of the last people to know. (laughs) Oh, I'll I'll fill you in. I can I can write you a summary, uh, you know, day to day, whatever, Mm -hmm. Uh, because that is how I get into like a lot of rabbit holes. And that's how I find sometimes, you know, ideas for for uh, episodes. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but one of my favorite things that has happened in recently mm-hmm. is uh, there is a fake account for the author Cormac McCarthy. Mm. Uh, he wrote like The Road, and uh, I think he wrote like No Country for Old Men, and mm-hmm. he's just like a famous author. Yeah, and um, he yes, yeah, somebody thought it would be very funny to make a parody account. Well, not a parody account, but like, just like, like like a voice of that, person. like a voice of that person. And there are famous account, like there are accounts that are like Voice of God. Vo- like there's like like God has an account. People, yeah, people like take a personality of yeah, famous they, people. They, there's tons of parody accounts, but the yeah the. The difference with the with this one is that you a lot of people couldn't tell that it was like a fake account of this author, and because he's still alive, he's just not on. He's Twitter. He's very yeah, he's very okay. old. I don't think he's actually on Twitter, but the yeah. way that this person runs this account is very funny because I don't know that they even tweeted anything for ever or whatever. Yeah. So it kind of seemed like it could be legit, but they tweeted. A really funny tweet about how, um, <laughs> like, they needed to use Twitter because their publicist said they had to. <laughs> and the the tweet itself is very, very funny. Let me see if I can pull it up and read it. Come on. <laughs> okay. So the tweet is, uh, my publicist is on my case about my infrequent use of this infernal website. He says engagement is down and so are metrics and something, something, who cares? There, <laughs> there, I wrote a tweet. Are you happy now, Terry? <laughs> and then, and then it, the, the part as part of the thread, usually whenever something goes viral, this is like part of the like uh, etiquette of Twitter, I guess. Um, uh-huh. Threaded to that says, uh, my granddaughter says it is customary when a tweet becomes popular to refer readers to one SoundCloud. Terry phoned me, ecstatic, and he confirms this is indeed the custom. I do not know what this means, nor do I care to spend any more time on the internet learning its customs. So this was very funny. Very, very, uh, you know, inside baseball for a lot of people. But it yeah. garnered, uh, the original uh, tweet garnered 122 over almost 123,000 likes. Oh, and it wow. was retweeted over 12,000, like almost 13,000 times. Uh, over a thousand people wrote like in response to it. it it's just like, it's a viral tweet. It's great. And Whoa. so, <laughs> so people were like, what? I didn't realize that Cormac McCarthy was on Twitter. <laughs> and then Twitter sees this I guess in the algorithm because it's a viral tweet yeah and they the per this is a fake account mind you they verify 
Oh, no. Like they blue check this <laughs> sock account, basically. Oh, my God. And it just highlights the um, bizarre nature of what Twitter deems to be a person of stature. that stature. Yeah. yeah like- it's like who's verifiable because also like the the person's email address is probably something like big dick 69 at yahoo you know what i mean and it's like i bet they had a fake email account for it i bet they like oh all in for it like sure like they're i for think the long con i think there's a long con situation or just yeah like, you read something like this and it's like cormac mccarthy is like known for using for in his writing run on sentences and like not a lot of punctuation Mm -hmm. so they like took the time to like write this tweet with no punctuation it's just like the the prose of it like the structure Mm -hmm. of it is very much his style of writing (laughs) yeah they did they did their research yeah so that's why it's funny and oh my god it's just but the whole thing is the ridiculousness of twitter's verification process of like giving somebody a blue check like meanwhile there's a pulitzer prize winning author who like can't get verified there's just like all these people so people on twitter were like making jokes about this all day like after it happened so that's just one corner of twitter that i think is very funny yeah um maybe that's just me i don't know but (laughs) It's very it's very funny. It's very niche. Like even you think of the size and the reach of Twitter and like some, you know, like maybe a Cardi B tweet or something. It gets like millions and millions. So Mm -hmm. like while this went like this is fun because it's like while this went like viral in a sense and got a lot of attention and was like trending or whatever. It still is, like, pretty niche. Like, the audience is still, like, you have to, like, know who Cormac McCarthy is and, like, be adjacent to the literary world, I feel like, in order to get this. But that's what makes it so fun, I think, is, like, but that's what's fun about the internet and about, like, algorithms and stuff. Because, like, you get stuff that tickles you so much because these algorithms learn what you think is funny. That's the beauty of it and that's, that's why I, that's why I like Twitter so much because mm-hmm. it is so specific in so many ways and it, yeah and it does tickle me yeah and so contrast that with the next example of something mm-hmm. that is on my radar yeah um, somebody tweeted a <laughs> picture <laughs> of a it's a a gold ring with like a ruby and set into it oh and <laughs> yeah uh, or like, you it, know, a garnet a, or something. Yeah. And it's like two little hands. It's two something. little hands holding like the, the setting. Yeah. And it's it looks like, like two hands holding a ruby or a garnet. Yeah. And, yeah. And the obvious thing that I think. Read the tweet. Read okay. The tweet. All right. The tweet says, when you're a jewelry artist who makes some exquisite things, but obviously did not spend enough time online in the 2000s (laughs) now seeing this visual of this ring with a bright red stone in the middle of a of a of hands holding it it looks like goatsy 
And yeah. if you know what that is, you know what that is. It's like, if you know, you know. I, As it turns out, a lot of people that are online are very young. <laughs> yeah. And do not know what Goatsy is. And it, uh, oh. I don't even know that I know what Goatsy specifically is, but I know what that term is. And I know that it's, a, that it's gaping, like a gapering to someone. Yeah, so a lot of so this is where it for me it comes in handy to read a lot of the you know the comments, comments on it. Yeah. And uh <laughs> it's just very funny because <laughs> you just see this is again very niche and if you oh my God. if you have no idea it's just like oh god and you're like people are like I don't get it. What is what's bad about this? Um, and yes, the people, there's so many nice people. There's so many stupid people. There's so many Mm -hmm. nice people. There's so many, um, very funny people making more jokes about like on the thread. Mm -hmm. So it's just a whole thing. And wow, it is, if you don't know what Goatsy is, it is, it was in the early 2000s, there was a website, like an entire page dedicated to an image of a man holding a huge gaper open, like his fucking <laughs> asshole open. And it's just like one of the most horrifying images. Like, and it would be like a thing, like instead of Rick rolling somebody. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. You, people would link to the, to Goatsy and you would yeah. see a gapering, gaper. Or asshole. lemon party or yeah. like, there was like a whole slew of websites that went around that weren't that, or like tub girl. It's like, yeah yeah it is it was just a way to um troll your friends yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. oh my god yeah the 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 fun part about this for me is the comments because it's like this is where I feel like this is the hard part for me as like someone who's trying to like move forward in a career in comedy is like people get these opportunities that are just like regular people but like this tweet will come about and like you know sometimes that's a comedian or whatever like a high profile person points something out but what is what is very fun to me and also very frustrating is the people that respond with Mm -hmm. their version of this so like this picture of the ring has a bunch of responses of other jewelry or other logos that look like someone gapering or some other very like sexual like looking thing um and that those are probably regular people who are just like oh my god i have this very specific piece of knowledge mm-hmm. i know the exact photo this is my moment mm-hmm. and it's like it's so hard to keep up with that like the the chances of that happening are so small but yeah i feel like there's just some people who are like extremely online yeah and also extremely witty yeah and can just turn it out you know just turn it out just be there for it yeah so oh my god the one (laughs) the gaper oh my god oh no there's a flag uh, it's an american flag but then there's two hands holding it open and there's yeah i i posted that on my instagram story 
one time. Oh, you did? Yeah. It seemed familiar. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it looks like someone's gapering, like if they're wearing pants and they're American flag pants, and then there's doves flying out of their asshole, and then on the inside, it's the Jesus's cross yeah. and th- thorn crown, but I think, oh my God. I think I did like a, it was like a Blue Lives Matter or something. Oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, it was like, don't disrespect the flag. And it was like a regular American flag, but then it was like, ha- like, gapered a open. And it was to like, the Blue Lives Matter yeah. flag. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That like, is the kind of shit. That is like how my brain works. I love it so much. Oh. Like, I don't have specific images I'll, i i appreciate it though that is my humor that is like yeah where it is it's like yeah. these little niche dumb things that are like an inside joke almost that i just i love very much well you've you've invested the time i feel like that's the thing twitter you gotta like kind of invest the time to really make sure you've curated your mm-hmm. um your list because i feel like when i when twitter was first getting popular this was like like 2009 or something. I like I, I started following a ton of comedians mm-hmm. and that was fun. And there was like a lot of big name comedians on there. They were being very funny and stuff. And I had a good um, I had a good like lineup, I guess. But but it wasn't very diverse in terms of the types of content. And this is the problem I run into on social media in general. I'm not. Like, I get, like, very, um, like, single-minded or something. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, you just get more of the same. And then it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm kind of burnt out on this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like you got to follow, like, a vast assortment of people if you follow yeah. anybody at all. It's just like, yeah. I know. Enough about Twitter. What are you yeah. What are you doing okay. these days? Okay. Well, I as I said earlier, I'm spending so much time on TikTok. It is a place of, well, it's a place of joy for me. Um, and I think I've done a really good job at curating my like uh, feed right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. my well, my for you page is. That's can still be random, but like my everybody I follow, I'm like, mm. I like so. And also I've um, I have kind of like to they're merging a little more as I'm spending more time on my like personal page. But for a while I was locked out of it. So I was like really <laughs> using our uh, podcast page to like or our podcast handle, whatever, to mm-hmm. like curate things I liked. I need to go through it like get rid of some of that stuff it's like uh, it there's one person i've followed recently who's like a woman who lives in italy and shares what she eats every day i love that shit okay so but this is the thing right and i think i don't know how much the twitter algorithm works in this way i think it's a little bit different but it's no surprise that like apps like um tiktok and and specifically YouTube, like YouTube Mm -hmm. as a platform, are their number one goal is to get you to spend more time there. And I think we we talked about this. We did like a Patreon episode about that Facebook documentary. And we talked a bit about like also YouTube and just like how they've built their algorithms to keep you on 
YouTube, not necessarily with stuff you like. They're trying to find a rabbit hole for you. Mm-hmm, so it's not mm-hmm. like they're 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 also serving you things that that are similar to what you've already watched, but they're also testing things which is why like fucking QAnon in 2016 election bullshit it's like why YouTube was like such a fucking gaping wound because it's like (laughs) such a fucking goatsy it's such a fucking goatsy because it's like they're they're finding they're they're getting this content that they know from analytics is a sticky piece of content and they're putting it in front of people, as many people as possible, just to see if it sticks. And then yep. they're creating these, like, giant, like, black holes of, like, a rabbit hole type thing where it's just, like, then they can really suck you in. They're trying to figure out what's going to suck you in. Right. Yeah. And so TikTok is very similar. There was a um, – there was recently a Wall Street Journal article about TikTok's algorithm in terms of, like, pinpointing your interests. So – the Wall Street Journal did like a um, – or either the Wall Street Journal or like a, like a research company they worked with did a study where they gave a bunch of people a login and they gave them a list of like interests. So it wouldn't – you know, like it uh-huh. wouldn't be our actual interests, you know? Yeah. But it would be like, okay, so you are interested – like it, for you it's going to be like hashtag van life something I was interested in for a while (laughs) and or you know it's like Italian lady and her diet um and stuff like that and so they these people would log in they'd spend time watching videos and liking videos that were specific to just those things on this um sheet that they were given and if it wasn't on there they would skip it so like you know they were really trying hard to curate their um content and what they would be shown based on these um criteria Got and it. so like <clears throat> what's wild is it took so in some instances you know it could take a couple hours for the algorithm if you had maybe a more eclectic um list of topics but if you had a very specific list of top- topics it could take the algorithm as short as like 40 minutes to like pinpoint your interests. Wow. Which is insane. And um, this video kind of, it's kind, it goes into how fucked up this is in terms of keeping you in these lanes that you've established by your own behavior and where it can get really sketchy is in places like depression, TikTok. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there are like dark sides of TikTok yeah. that, um, you know, and not just depression, but like maybe <coughs> like fucking uh, fundamental TikTok or like, yeah. you know, like trying to, I don't know, groom people. I don't know. Like there, you know, there's like a lot of places on TikTok that are probably not great. Right. And um, and so, yeah, it won't. It, it learns that you like that content and that's what it keeps serving you over and over. And this is very scary as a person. Yeah. You know, like especially a person who's like been feeling sad. It's like this if this algorithm is like tricky, like not tricking you, but if it's like just keeping you in, you in a keeping you yeah. in that headspace. Yeah, because that's what makes you stay there longer. Like um, kind of like being like, it's OK to, you know, be yeah. 
and yeah and you're just like in the in the shit kind of yeah Uh yeah and so that felt fucked up um and like yeah i just feel like the last thing you need is like more of that type of content because it gets very dark and there's like suicide tiktok and stuff it's it's very fucked up yeah there's like some fucking shit in this video that they like touched upon and i was like whoa i give these people some like happy like pet videos or some shit you know like boost their mood um but luckily i don't I haven't seen that side of TikTok, but I have seen some weird shit. So I wanted to share. (laughs) Um, I uh, wanted to share some stuff. I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. uh, But, you know, I'm not ending up on the the like scarier side of TikTok, I guess I would say. Um, I have been ending up. I don't know. Some of this stuff is weird. So just a quick disclaimer before we get into this. Uh, some of this stuff might be weird. You might hate it. Also, I don't know. I don't know these TikToker people in real life. And if they're canceled at any point, I don't know. Like disclaimer, we don't disclaimer. know. Yeah, we don't know. I or don't they know murder somebody? Or, or they murder? Or, some- yeah, something yeah. weird happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, then I do. Then I denounce liking this content <laughs> just for the future. Got it. Okay, so the first one, um, I want to share. I don't know if you want to watch all these. And then we could comment on them. Um, oh, I know what the, I know what a lot of them are. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I've sent you some of these. Yeah. Okay, the first one. Okay, is this weird? So there is a um, there's a TikTok I follow called sock underscore puppet underscore master, and it's basically um, just animations to nine one one calls. And they're like and poorly done animations, but they're, they're so funny. Yeah, they're poorly done, and like these so far, knock on wood, they're they're not serious nine one one calls. They're like a lot of high people, a lot of children calling, mm-hmm. and but they're just like very dumb. Uh, and yeah, I think on paper this would be disturbing. It's like animations of nine one one calls, like that's horrifying. But then no, no. If they're if it's like nothing, like an actual, it's not actual it's not, emergencies. It's yeah, like, it's silly stuff. Like a a high person being like, you know, yeah, I I, I ate too many edibles. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like it or like this woman won't leave my house, and it's like, well, why is she there? It's like, well, she came home with me probably to do it and like smoke and yeah it's just like ridiculous yeah or like little kids calling 911 because their mom won't let them have something like yeah. it's just stupid stuff or, like that yeah I, I saw one yesterday where a girl called 911 and she's like can you come get my brother in trouble and they're like why and she's like he's being loud with his friends downstairs and he farted on my toothbrush <laughs> and I was like get that kid in trouble that's fucking rude yeah that is rude he could give um, her like pink eye or something yeah i don't know or pink mouth <laughs> um okay so this next one is or well i would say yeah yeah that one is so so it's like pretty benign okay like not bad 911 calls mm. um this next one is also not weird, but it like turned weird recently. So this is David W. Ma. He he's a director for like commercials and stuff, like a film oh, yeah. director. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does. So the reason I got into it is he does a lot of food styling, which I thought was fun. It's like behind the scenes of like making a food commercial, and 
like truly a lot of them are food or like special effects that make you think like like a to oh, make food look appetizing to make food look appetizing uh-huh. yeah like tools they use to like make it look like it's a grilled hot dog or like make these um chips look like they're flying in the air or make this coca-cola bottle look like it's sweating but it's not you know that that sort of thing um and so uh there's this one video that um where they like make a DiGiorno pizza or whatever and they cut it into pieces and then they put cheese in between the slices and then they um blow torch it and then when they film it they pick up the piece of pizza and it's a very stretchy and cheesy yeah and he was like dispelling a, a a rumor that they use glue. And he's like, no, it's fucking cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like shredded and remelted. It wasn't part of the original pizza. It's added on. But we blend it in and then we make it look delicious. Yeah. But there was one and I sent it to Aaron earlier where. So um, funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like how sex scenes are filmed. And this took like a hard left turn because I was like he usually just shares like food stuff and then it was like oh it was like a guy in bed like <laughs> like doing humping like humping but to no under, one underneath the cameraman holding onto his legs and like yeah it was uh it was funny but it's also like what is really, this yeah um and so then that that's uh that kind of turned sexual i guess but then this is where i have some questions because i think I can't determine – well, one of these is sexual, but I can't determine if some of these are sexual or, like, what Excuse me. the, like – what the, like, itch it's scratching is. I don't know. Okay, so there's this creator called Thomas underscore Johnson underscore. I will call this spackle talk. Basically, his videos are – I think it's, like, mixed – it's, like, spackle mixed into a um tub and mm-hmm. he decorates it and then he like scrapes it off the sides it's like very satisfying mm-hmm. but i don't know i guess that's not necessarily sexual but maybe it's like the it's like it could be like how asmr like some people yes it is like that feeling for them totally um it's very relaxing to me i kind of just like to watch like the I don't it's like know. the people like, who like, who organize their refrigerators or whatever. Yeah. And, you know. Oh my god. Well, speaking of this, okay, is this guy sexual? So there's this other guy, Richard Sales official. He I think he's gets like, very excited about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he gets very excited about this stuff. I think he call he's kind of like brim talk. I don't cuz he's always saying to the brim. I don't know. Anyway, his videos, he reacts to People who like fill, um, like every week. I guess this is a thing on TikTok. It, this is a thing, not I guess it is. People like get ready for their week ahead by like like organizing like meal, meal prepping and organizing and stuff. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. meal prepping, organizing, refilling like the laundry baskets. You know, like the laundry pod container or like putting out like yeah refilling their fridge with like back stock and their coffee their keurig or whatever and so there's just a slew of these videos every week and he responds to them but the thing uh, he makes it seem sexual but like i don't know if that's a bit but i feel like he really likes it like he so there is there's something very satisfying about it but his shtick is like 
getting overly excited like, about like it. Like horny. Yeah. Like he gets yeah. horny about it. Like they'll and then if it's and then if it just gets to the brim but like doesn't fill it all the way, like if there's a gap, he's always like no gap, no gap. And then if there's a gap, he like freaks out, he'll throw a slipper and he gets all angry and it feels like sexual frustration. Mm, mhm. So, I don't know. That one's hard to tell, but it feels it's hard I think to tell. It's a if, bit. Okay, okay. I, think. <laughs> I don't think that guy is actually getting a boner, or I mean, he's definitely like weird, but like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. yeah. He's really into it. He's done a great job. It, the fact that most of his videos are like almost exactly the same, like his reactions are very similar each time. Yeah, but it's still funny. I don't know. And then this one's definitely sexual. Um, okay, there's a handle called Awkward Essentials. I don't know when or why. Or how I started following this. Basically, it is someone who works for, oh, I guess, I think the company's called Awkward Essential. So maybe this is their handle. Huh. Um, it's basically a an account for a company that sells cum sponges. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Which looks like. It looks like an a tampon on a popsicle stick. stick. Yeah, yeah. Only it's a sponge, Mm -hmm. and basically, and I don't know how. After following this account, people still have questions that they still continue to answer, that are the same questions over and over. But that's just like TikTok for you, I guess. Um, Because it's not. This is all they sell. Yeah. What's wrong? I don't know what happened. I don't know why I followed this, but. I think I think because the first video was like she was like, oh, if my mom knew where I worked or something. And then it was like, I sell cum sponges or something like that. But yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But it's definitely like a sexual thing. But Mm -hmm. what's Mm -hmm. funny is that they aren't overly sexual about it. Like, I mean, you know, they can't like show you how to use it and stuff like that. So they get kind of creative. Um that and it's is just kind so of funny. funny. Yeah, they so don't have funny. a ton of videos, but I thought about it today because I was like, what's that one really weird account that I like follow that? A, it's also called a drip stick. Drip stick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's just for after you have sex uh, and there, if there's ejaculate in any of your holes, you can just put it in there and kind of like swirl it around and it and it. Uh, absorbs it and the tagline is because no one likes to sleep in the wet spot and it's kind of cool okay but like also like it's one of those things where it's like is this necessary do we need this no no this is one of those inventions where it didn't solve the problem no it's like not a real one well also if you're gonna put this on your nightstand you might as well just put a box of tissues and then yeah, you get that, up. Then yeah, you, but you'd have to like shake it. You'd have to like jump up and down to like make sure it all comes out. No, you go pee after you have sex and it, it. you just sit on the toilet and it comes out. Yeah, but maybe not all of it comes out. I mean, then we get into like. <laughs> you push it out. But, but not everyone that maybe has those uh, pelvic muscles. True. So and also <sighs> if it's in your butt. Maybe it's in your butt. You could push that out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, get, if you have a bidet, 
problem yeah. solved. I know. Well, uh, I don't I'm know. Say, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, listen, a- we don't know the the specifics, but it does yeah. exist. And yes, it does seem like it. There's. It's not really a huge problem that it's solving. I can't imagine this is a billion dollar industry. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It just is a kind of a funny little thing that maybe you give to someone at a bachelorette party or a bachelor Love. party. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And but it does work. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so those are some of the weird ones. I mean, I like all these accounts, obviously, but I also wanted to shout out just some of my current faves because these are fun and these aren't like the biggest uh, ones that I follow because I feel like maybe you already knows who some of those are. But um, I love Mercury Stardust, the trans handy ma'am. I love that. Yeah. Handy ma'am. She just does like. First of all, I've learned so much from wa- watching her TikToks and I installed like I like I've um, been learning little handy tricks uh, around the house, like fixing things and tools, like little tools. DIY like vibe. Yes. I love that. Love yes. that. Um, like how to find. Oh, this was the big thing. How to find the studs in your walls. You just uh-huh. need a magnet. Oh, because they're with a string. Yeah, because you find the screw and the magnet sticks to where the screw is. And then if there's a string, you just mark the string and that's where the the post is. You just also like knock on the wall. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, that's not accurate for me because I'm like, is that uh, like, am or I right? They also it, sell stud finders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, magnets Fair. cheap. Yeah. But anyway, um, Trans Handy Ma'am, Mercury Stardust, mm-hmm. highly recommend. Bob the Drag Queen, fave. Fave, all-time fave drag queens. Wearing Bob's, uh, I'm wearing Bob's shirt right now um, (laughs) that I bought for Pride this year of uh, Bob's Arrest in New York City in 2010 uh, during Pride. Mm -hmm. Um, I also love, oh, and also Bob's just like very funny. So Uh, funny. Oh my gosh. Today, today he posted a, um, like a response to a comment and the comment was, why do you have a hairbrush in your bathroom? Because he's bald. He's also a drag queen. Mm-hmm. And it was just like staring. Like he was just staring into the camera for like 15 seconds. And that was like, everyone's trash on here. Basically, it was so good. Um, Another person I follow is a plastic surgeon, Tony Yoon, MD. Ooh. Great great content so funny um just a very like body positive plastic surgeon too uh-huh. um does a lot of capper fact videos which are fun love that love the capper fact guys love cap capper fact did you do you remember seeing that trend of like people doing face peels it was women doing face peels and being like it's weird men don't know that we have to like peel off a layer oh yeah 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 yeah. he responded to that was like fact and that was fun i love that um yeah and then uh kevin james thornton is like a storyteller and uh does like kind of the auto-tune storytelling and um he is like oh he's so funny he's so funny talks about the 90s a lot and and is a gay man in uh maybe in the south i think he lives in nashville and grew up in like a conservative christian town and has so many stories and they're so good and And it's like one time when i was 13 and it's like (laughs) it's auto-tuned the whole thing it's so funny because it was the 90s it's so funny oh my god and i smoked cigarettes 
and yeah like oh so good and we thought and it was and at youth group we all believed in satan or whatever oh it's so good it's so good um a true genius yeah Yeah. so those are some of my faves did you have any faves you want to shout out yeah uh ryan ken uh they are a comedian just extremely funny um They do like skits every of of like whatever is like it I don't know, just they just do a lot of really funny like kind of um POV videos and Ooh, fun. Just so fun. Oh I'll send gosh. you some examples. Yeah, send me. Okay, I was just gonna add them, but yeah, send me. Um fresh basil pesto is another um <laughs> Is that a food food talk? Absolutely not. Um another comedian who he it's He's so funny, uh, drives around with his like bestie uh-huh. and they put a laugh track under the uh, <laughs> Ev- everything. Yeah, oh but, they're, but they're driving around the Inland Empire and lesser known <gasps> shitty areas of Southern California. Very specific uh, things that we would know, like, oh you know, God. like the bakers off of like, you know, fucking like. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, Waterman Canyon, Waterman, or something. Yeah, 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 totally, exactly. Oh my god, uh, and they like go to like, <laughs> like different malls, like the, yeah, it's just oh, very, very this. specific. I will send you that, um, yeah. And then another one that I love, another TikToker I love is Carla Rockmore. She mm-hmm. is a, um, a very like she's a wealthy lady, but like very um i've i'm very into these like older women who uh who do like fashion and makeup for for older women yes yes and it's just like extremely empowering so she has this two-story closet Mm -hmm. and she like explains how to like style like different outfits and she's just extremely just very fashionable and she does like mixes high and low price things and just like explains like what you need in your closet and like love why like I I don't know and like if you want to buy like a cool fucking boot and you don't think you'll wear it like she explained like she helps you like rationalize and Uh, it's great it's really great oh my god her whole like thing is um her like tiktok description is celebrating quote celebrating self-expression of 50 plus through fashion fun and fierceness oh. and she's just like she fucking rules like i just really her I skin is like incredible she's just like very cool oh i love that and she's just like a, a good example of like because i i definitely like get served a lot of that in my algorithm like women over 50 doing like makeup there's another woman i can't i can't remember her handle but she like cusses a lot and she like is like, bitch, you are not 25. You don't put your fucking foundation on like this. You're like 55. You need to be doing this. And she's just like shows you how to like blend makeup if you're like older and have like older skin. And I just like yeah. I love love the rep- representation. And I, I it just is like love- such a cool vibe. I love it so much. I've started following a lot of women on Instagram and TikTok that like are embracing their natural gray hair. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love. Yeah, Love. really, really fucking cool women. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. it's nice to like curate that into your feed because it's like something like 
when you see that and you like respond positively to it instead of just following a bunch of 20 year olds yeah. or and like feeling like shit it's like you're like I need to know your skincare routine yes, yes. if you're you're now you're 60 and you look like this I don't yeah. give a fuck about a 25 year old skincare routine no, like no you're fucking 25 yeah like it's genetics yeah it's also it's just like skin. it helps you kind of see like the alternative you don't have to like be a certain way when you turn 40 or right. 50 or whatever you, yeah like you can yeah. just like keep living and have expression in exactly the way you want to so yeah seeing these kind of tiktoks account are very tiktok accounts are very yeah very cool mm-hmm. um so yeah those are like some that i love what about like pet peeves for you with like either oh, tiktok yes. or social media I forgot or we're whatever. gonna talk about this yeah oh my god okay pet peeves my number one is like uh, i just think i'm really good at sniffing out those viral videos mostly in like a for you page or like when people reshare them on instagram you know um and they'll be like, oh, my God, did you see this? Or or I guess like people that are reacting like that I follow that react to like videos that have gone viral. And I hate when a video goes viral and it's clearly staged. Mm-hmm. Like all of the staged content on TikTok upsets me so bad. And I don't mean the ones that are like for fun, like where it's staged and the outcome is like actually funny and like part of what's funny about it is that they staged Mm -hmm. this thing and they're being dumb you know I mean like there was one video I saw where it was like a couple in a car like a young couple maybe early 20s and the girl's like you know doing her makeup or something in the um in the driver's seat like in the window and they're just like waiting parked and a guy answers the phone he's like yeah I don't know she said she was pregnant and I like, I guess I'm having a baby. And he like goes, I'll be right back and gets out of the car. And she's like, what? Oh, my God. And like he gets back in the car and she's like, what was that or whatever? And it's just like, this is so fake. This is like yeah. fake drama. I don't yeah. know. I hate that type of shit. I hate the couple prank accounts like where it's like, <gasps> like, that's all it is. It's like a cute like couple. And they're like. Babe, uh, what do you like? Why would you, you know? And it's just like, and I'm just like, what? Like, it's all, it's all so stupid. It's like, and then they like talk to each other. I don't know. It's like, okay, because the couples are always the people that remind me of that family that makes up those songs, like those song parodies. You know what I mean? About like back to school and stuff. I don't know what their fucking name is, but it's like the whatever family. They've done, like, a Target commercials, you know. Wait, do you know? Oh, no, you said you hate. I hate it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what their name is, but I I actively avoid them. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, prank couples. So dumb. That's, I think, pretty much it. Like, some of it's, like, sometimes you get an authentic one. Like, you can tell. Like, I like the, sometimes there's, like, the trend. Like, I don't know, there's a trend right now where it's uh, girls are, like, on the phone with like they're they're pretending they're on the phone with their mom or their best friend or whatever and they're uh-huh. like oh my god are you kidding me wait she is going to jail are you serious and but they're like holding the phone like they're talking on, like they're talking on it or like they have like their earbuds in or something or they yeah. don't or they they're they're like pretending they're on the phone somehow 
and their boyfriend's sitting next to them and they're like some they're surreptitiously like filming recording them and, the boyfriend mm-hmm. and the boyfriends are like and the boyfriend's like, interested like yeah. doing work or whatever and then they like turn and look and they're like <laughs> what like they're mouthing like what? what what's going on like they're just like they're That's like <laughs> there's one where this guy the guy gets up grabs like the, his his earbuds and or his airpods and he's like I'm trying to hands, connect yeah he like hands her one and he puts one in his ear and he's like like because he wants to be nosy so bad and hear the conversation and she's like get the fuck out of here like but oh it, my god that's I think that's very cute uh but even if it's staged it's like okay yeah but I don't know I don't know listen as long as the acting's good it's if fine the acting's it's good staged. if the acting's good yeah. yeah it's just that some of the stuff is not no. Good acting, and it's really no. bad. Yeah, I I think. Did we have other pet peeves we were talking about earlier? I think the the genre joke where it's like it's like a, becomes a meme, like like the one kind of what I was talking about, where it's like a trend on TikTok where people are doing this like thing. Yeah, and it's like okay, like the boba tree boba tea drinking. Oh, again, yeah. it's like stage things. Where Staged, they, yeah. Like they pretend like they drink a boba tea and start choking on the boba, and it's just like. Yeah. Somebody did that one time and it was real. And then yes. like, everybody started staging and doing it. And it's like, yes. if you haven't seen the original one, then you like don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's kind of dumb. I know. Yeah. I. I. Oh, yeah. Oh, also. This is like very specific to one person that I don't even follow, but um, like reusing the same sound a lot. I yeah. just like know a person who like has made so many videos and I had to unfollow them because they use the same sound and kind of did the same video so many times. And yeah. I was like, what? Get a new idea. Like this is it's not working. <sighs> this isn't working. If you don't have a million followers now from this, it's not working. Do yeah. something different. Um, yeah. Yeah. And obviously I don't really follow any like thirst traps or anything like that. Uh Yeah, they make me extremely uncomfortable for the most part. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I don't know. There's just so much there's so much silly stuff on TikTok. Yeah. Including our podcast. Which... Oh my god. Yes. At DTFU podcast. Uh <laughs> we mostly po- post um clips from the show, but sometimes we make it into like I mean it is all clips from the show, but sometimes we like make it into more of a visual joke. Mm-hmm. Um and I have a TikTok, Nicole dot Mackey, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm starting to do more storytelling stuff, which is very fun. Um, I do not. I just Yeah, you don't do TikTok. I just you don't have make an TikToks. A, I don't make TikToks. I just have yeah. an account in which I receive them to my brain. Yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, I'm more yeah. of a, a passive uh, participant in most social media. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. yeah. You're less of a, uh, you're like a connector and a, I'm, a, I'm a content consumer. You're a consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's pretty much all I got. But this was just a little fun. Yeah. Re- just a little breakdown of like what, how and what we consume and 
what we're currently into. Yeah, I feel yeah. like this is a fun, also an opportunity for people listening to share what they're into. I feel like on these platforms, obviously, we have stuff in common with people who listen and like our Facebook group. We didn't really talk about Facebook, but our Facebook group, you know, gets a lot of great content in it and mm-hmm. it's like very curated to the um sense of humor of this podcast and that's very fun but if you're out on other social platforms and you want to share stuff like send it to us on other definitely social platforms um let us know what you think is funny right now some of the people you're following um yeah at dtfu podcast all the platforms what is the thing that is making you die laugh Every oh time God. you see it right now. Yeah. I'd tickling you. Yeah. Tickling what is tickling you? What is tickling you? Uh, um, yeah. That's yeah. all I got. Uh, follow us on all the social media that we've been talking about. Oh, my God. We're everywhere. Twitter, uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, um, and Join TikTok. our Facebook group. Yeah. You could join our Facebook group. Yeah. That's fun. At DTFU Podcast everywhere. Yep. Go to our website, dtfupodcast.com, and uh, yeah, just uh, send us an email if you want to mm-hmm. on our website. Like, shoot us a note. We love that. Yeah. Check all our content out. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, Listen. What? Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.